0: welcome to dice and suffering home of more chaos than we have dice and we have a lot of dice dice and suffering presents the black lotus gambit episode 4 marital troubles greetings mortals i bid you welcome to the dice and the suffering and the crime time because it is crime time which means blades in the dark really it could mean other things but legally no we're not committing any crimes here. Don't come after us. Thanks. Mainly because the paperwork would take forever. And I'd have to fill it out. And then we'd have to send it to America and get a signature from Chad.
1: And we get Interpol involved. The oh, God!
0: And then Matt will be traveling and we have to get like two signatures on that front. But no, hello, it is crime time. It is heist three. Well, heist three and a half because I never know what to call the first one because it's not really a, it's not really an official heist. It's kind of baby's first crime. It's like when you give a when you give a toddler, you teach a toddler toddler to cut their own meat, but you're basically holding their hands for them. Don't Question let your children zero. have knives. Pro tip.
1: Or give them all the knives. Chad, no. Chad, maybe.
0: Chad, talk to your wife.
1: <laughs> yeah, what well, she doesn't know it, doesn't hurt her.
0: But no, you have heard their voices. But who are they playing? Which criminals have, which criminals have deemed themselves worthy to turn up? Slash, listened when I said, "Oi, you two, come here." Matt, who are you?
2: Uh, yes, as said, I am Matt, and I am playing Professor Blake Marshall. Um, believe in your cult, uh, channeler of ghosts, kidnapper of spirits, and I'm a whisperer, clearly.
0: Yeah, and you now have a ghost in your pocket. Hmm. Or are you
2: just happy to see us? No,
0: no. Bad. (laughs) Bad, Knife Man. Bad. (laughs) You have drugs in your pocket. Let's not go there. (laughs) What about you, Knife Man? Who are you?
1: Hello. I am Chad, and today I will be playing the dishonorably discharged soldier, Crowley Strixhaven, who's really more of a pistol guy than a knife guy but I am a hound woof woof woof
0: yeah for some weird reason I've met man- after the events you two were in different heists with with Carrie and Alex separately which means you've come from two completely different scenarios but somehow you've both ended up with a bottle of something in your pocket in this case drugs and ghosts which Honestly, not even surprised. Before we jump into today's heist, we have to do the usual downtime. Matt, you have just been in a heist, so you have two downtime actions. Chad, you had a heist and then weren't part of the next one, so you have three downtime actions. Again, you can do harm, you can sort harm, you can sort stress, you can try and get an asset or you can work on your own long-term project, or the existing ones for the group. Or you can train, but...
2: Um, you two
0: I'm... are both injured and...
2: <laughs> ...stressed, so... I'm going to try and de-stress. Yeah, you're quite stressed, aren't you? I'm on the third of shawarma, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, well, you Alex.
0: D- you did have to resist essentially shattering your ankle last time for yeeting yourself out a window badly.
2: Yeah, that was on me, yes. But Alex then lobbed the body after me, long story guys.
0: Yes, you did get squished by a corpse. That was quite funny.
2: Okay. Meanwhile
0: Crowley got stroked by another ghost, it was weird.
2: So um so what my so I'm going to indulge my vice then. Yes, you need to indulge in your vice. What is your vice? Uh, it is the weird side of things, so um, I'm going to take in... I'm going to take a part in a seance. I'm going to Oh, you're going to
0: take part in a seance. Okay. Yes. Well. Indulging your vice. Pop, oh, oh, oh. Make a attribute roll using your character's lowest attribute rating. So out of the three qualities you have, insight, prowess, and resolve, which one has the least dots in it in total?
2: Uh, prowess.
0: Crowds. okay so how many dots do you have in that one so roll one die please four there you go easy So, clear four stress happy
2: christmas that's uh, better for sure lovely
0: Yeah, have one other downtime action
2: uh, i'm going to try and um further increase the doctor for sure
0: okay that is fine so, if you want to increase the doctor, how are you planning on going about
2: it? Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, with, I'm going to approach Brian, maybe buy him a drink or two, you know, tempt him, you know, exp- explain a few more things like, you know, you want to get caught, cool, that sort of thing. I'm just going to try and entice him a bit more, sort of thing, make him more, more, um, what am I looking for here? Um, willing. Yeah, pliable. Basically, I'm going to apply it with alcohol to make you basically say, yes, I'll work for you sort of thing.
0: That sounds like a consort or a sway roll, please.
2: Uh, you'll take a consort roll, that's alright.
0: I thought you would. Six. Damn. Okay. So that is very successful. That is three more bits on the clock
2: for you. Okay, so that's six in total.
0: Six out of eight, so...
2: Okay, that's me done then.
0: He's basically... He's agreed to help you, but he needs to sort out a few of his own priorities first. Okay. Kind of make sure no one at the clinic's suss of him, anything like that. Okay, cool. So you have stared at someone failing to summon a ghost whilst having a ghost in your pocket, which, you know, normal day is normal. And you've gone and <laughs> just drowned someone in tequila until they did what they were told.
2: It pretty, much, pretty much, yeah. Crowley, you have
1: three. Cool. Well, I'm going to, for my first two, repeat the actions of my last time and, once again, attempt to heal and de-stress. Because that seems to be what I have to do.
0: You didn't take any harm last time, did you?
1: I did not take any harm.
0: So your healing clock should still be in progress.
1: Yeah, I rolled real low, though, so I only have one spot filled on my healing clock of being ghost-touched.
0: Yes. The ghost touching happened. So, healing, easy to do. You only have a basic... You guys still only have a basic clock. Not clock. Words. Health kit. So, you only get one die to roll. That's a one. That's one more slot.
1: Man, this ghost touch shit just all right uh and then for secondly uh, i would like to de-stress and once again my vice is gambling yes so, you love
0: your gambling
1: I love again what is your
0: lowest attribute
1: that would be one dot in resolve
0: so one die how We're many stress do you day? have
1: uh i got six
0: okay so it doesn't matter if you hit the max Good nope.
1: I can. I'm really hoping. That's why I'm rolling the same die that I just rolled that got a one on it. Hoping for the opposite.
0: But, well,
1: I got a five. There you go. That that's that's a real. So you down to one today. stress.
0: That works. You you do have one more activity, yes. so you can try and finish off that healing clock.
1: Um, I am actually not gonna finish off the healing clock. I'm gonna roll with it and hope for the best.
0: Hope that no one else attacks you this time.
1: Yep, hoping for the best on that one. Because I would like to continue what uh, Carrie and I started. And I would like to continue fixing fixing the place up. Yes. But I would like to specifically hunt down a like front door for the actual building.
0: You want to find a front door. That is fair. I'll say... This was kind of the general cleanup clock, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, we filled uh, two slots of an eight-piece uh, clock last time. I have written down.
0: So, if you're looking for it, I'm guessing you want this to be a hunt.
1: What? No, I didn't specifically say hunt because it's one of the few things I have. To I'm going to say
0: hunt, but you don't get to add your bonus.
1: That's fine. I'll still just roll it. Because
0: you're not tracking a specific target or anything. It's a door. Yeah. Uh,
1: It's a six and a five, so it's six.
0: There we go. Okay, so that is... Three bits of that. I believe it was a six-piece clock to clean up as well. That was an eight-piece clock. Eight-piece clock. So you are between so you are right almost finished cleaning things up that's seven out of eight nice so you find quite a nice door it does take you a little while to like reattach it to the door frame just you know the hinges were a little bit melted by whatever explosion happened in this workshop before you all moved in but no apart from like resealing the window because Kind of the 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 glass panes themselves. Do you know what the t- like the filler in between them has all kind of rotted away? So there's just kind of cold wind coming in through them. Apart from that, place is fairly nice actually. You can start turning it into an actual front for you to earn coin off of. And no, we're not doing what you suggested. No, <laughs> no, I told them. All no.
1: coming together now.
0: Get in the bin they're both doing the weird Mr. Burns hand thing excellent but no by this point you two have I don't know why you two are hanging around the shop today I guess because I mean Crowley probably doesn't have anything better to do apart from Gamble and you know he's still on slim terms with his friend (laughs)
1: Yeah, I got no one else and nowhere else to be, so just kind of... You're just d-
0: crippling me alone. <laughs> okay.
1: Just, I'm like, I keep looking at the door that I reinstalled, like, yeah, I did a really good job, and I just keep pointing it out to everyone. And I like the door, Look right?
0: Look at my door. Look at my great door. door.
1: See the door I found?
2: Crowley's on it. Yeah, um, the door's great. Um... There's more to do than just a door. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I'll get to that as well. I mean, what do you expect me to do everything in one day? Why are you always eating, Professor? Like, every time I see you, you're always eating something. Last time, it was the lollipop. This time, it's I don't even still know still the lady. lollipop. Yeah, another. Lollipop. Why are they all so weird
2: color, Professor? I- what addiction is a sugar addiction. What's your what's are the worst vices.
1: Damn, I, I guess argue with that. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get that window fixed next, probably like tomorrow, maybe
2: in the next. I don't know, one of these days. Good. You thought you do that, and I'm gonna figure out what we're gonna actually put in here ourselves, and who's gonna, gonna be out here in front of house. We need some front of house around here you hookers would be the easiest thing either way we're gonna need to recruit some people so maybe maybe at some point in the future someone should go into some scouting we'll put that on the maybe pile about about the hookers okay maybe okay and dare i ask what you're gonna call the place
1: Oh I I I I don't think that far ahead, man. That's 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 beyond I'm I'm just saying what the military guys I know would like like, you know, drugs and women. Like pretty much you get the whole, you know, freaking military. Yes, but we don't
2: want the military knowing what we're selling drugs. Well, I mean half the
1: military is on drugs anyways, so it's really it's oh, no. not like that shocking.
2: Yeah, I know, but all you need is the one person to piss the military off and they shop us.
1: Well, I'm just saying, like, I was one of the few that wasn't on drugs, honestly, in my entire, like, regiment. Like, it was wild. We turned more of a blind eye to, like, you know, drug dealers than anything else. But, you know, whatever, Professor. you, You have your lollipops as long as, you know, I think we're pretty safe on the drug front from, you know, any of us at least. None of us
2: seem to have that problem. That's true, although, of course, me and Riley were involved. You know, I told you about the thing the other night, of course, where we were summoned to do a job, the blue coats.
0: Blake has not mentioned this to you, and you have not mentioned what happened with the Lamp Blacks to Blake either.
1: <laughs> uh, as he mentions it to me, I kind of look at him and like, you know, I think we're in the early enough stages that plausible deniability might be a, a good, a good stance to have at this moment. The less I know exactly about what each, you know, arm of this industry is doing, maybe the best for the, you know, central body
2: of it. Maybe, but you might, just say so you know, i uh, I pull out the broken smoke grenade, someone knew about us before and you blackmail us. We now have got the evidence to uh, back from them so they can't do more. So I'm just saying we need to maybe be a bit more careful with leaving evidence behind the scenes. Speaking of which, like my new jacket. Yeah, decent, I guess.
1: Uh, I guess on that note, we don't have to go into the specifics of it, but any lamplighters around here, just, you know, if you see them doing anything illegal or anything like that, you just turn a blind eye to it. Just don't worry about them. They're, at this moment, cool.
2: Noted.
0: Yes, for context for the both of you, Uh you've not seen, no one's come round up talking about what Pickett and Baz were plotting but you basically got a note saying good job we'll be in touch just kind of leaving it there for now and Blake whilst you were out getting a new jacket and things the tailor you're not really sure how the tailor kind of left the room came back with your new jacket and inside the packet was the rest of the evidence along with a note saying found the flowers good job in reference to the corpse you left in a flower bed
2: Yeah, I was smart not to try and get out of there and into and along a path and into a hedge maze like someone else was trying to do.
0: You also left your coat in the in the murder scene
2: with the murder weapon. Yes,
0: with the murder weapon, you both forgot. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Look
1: on chance, like, plausible deniability as i said the less <laughs> i know about what each arm is doing the less i can incriminate frankly
0: this it. is the weird narrator voice in your head telling you these things yes
1: indeed uh, and,
2: indeed and um Ross i'm pretty Crowley sure we... to
1: shoot you on the spot just <laughs> be safe
2: <laughs> i'm ready to be sure that you might have made some mistakes as well oh boy <laughs> <laughs>
0: I want to know exactly what mistakes to listen to the episodes. I will be. feel my despair. (laughs) I don't know why you two are hanging around, apart from, you know, showing off a door and showing off a jacket. It's basically just two showing off. That's what you've been doing for about half an hour, whilst sipping some tea from a crude makeshift kettle you've kind of set up in the corner. You're just kind of like, were we meant to be doing anything? And as you kind of think that, Hoxley kind of pushes the door open and strides in confidently. Kind of grinning manically at you. He's like, Hey, boys. Looking good. I like the door.
1: Right. I see. They get it.
0: Door really gives a staying in business vibe.
1: It's, it's like they're like said, we can read my mind. I, that's the exact words I said, you, you get it. Riley was totally like, oh, it's just a door. But see, you get it, Hawksley. Oh,
0: is it just you and, oh, hey, Professor. Hopefully. I heard you two have been busy. Um, we've been,
2: you know occupying our time
0: yeah well as have i as have i i i've been looking into those roots you dug out of the out of the ives warehouse hmm. and i've got most of them set up my only i just need to get in contact with the main guy main smuggler lad called red he's been he's been my go-to boy for a good few good few turns now but he won't on he won't answer his door at the moment but obviously his men are loyal to him so if if he's dead i can replace him easy apps but i can't replace him without guaranteed visual corpse. and if he's turned on me well we're you guys are definitely going to be in the shit. Because I can just get on a ship out of town. You guys have a bit more issue on that front. Right. What I'm saying is, obviously I was going to get you lot to review the supply lines before we kicked off anyway.
2: Yeah, of course.
0: This is a pretty good way to do it, because Red is my main boy for this.
2: Right. Right.
1: So when was the last time you heard from Red?
0: Oh. Well, if today's second night, probably probably night I met you lot, actually. It's been about a week and a half. In total. Between you lot doing odd jobs and things.
1: And the last time you talked to him, was it good or was he squirrely?
0: He was squirrely, but not in like a, I'm going to rat you out to the blue coats" kind of way. It was in a, someone's going to shank me when I'm not looking kind of way, but you know, ain't abnormal for crow's foot, but ain't like him, he's not an easily rattled kid. Mm. I mean, I've seen him cut a guy's throat and keep on drinking his beer.
1: Have you checked his place or anything like that?
0: Well, I've had a look, but I'm not on great terms with his husband. So every time I go around to the place to try and come a-call in, Trent kicks me out. And by kicks me out, I mean leads me out at sword point. Okay, guy's one of the red sashes he ain't a big fan of me
2: ah so red married into the red sashes
0: yeah ironically though he's not one of the red sashes himself he's freelance
2: hmm Sometimes better way be
0: pretty much is why he was my go-to boy but basically what I need from you lot is go to red's place maybe sweet talk his husband to letting you in or whatever if his husband's not there fucking break in who cares but I need to know if Red's alive if he's alive check his loyalties if you're even slightly suspicious of his loyalties if he gives you a single reason to doubt him got him there ain't no room for sentimentality in this business if he's gonna get us killed might as well cut him loose now
2: right Uh...
0: he knows too much about my operation to stay alive if he ain't going to be loyal.
2: As you
1: say that, Crowley literally just, ha- like, just without even thinking, like, pulls out one of his pistols and, like, is just checking to make sure it's loaded. Just, like, just absent mindedly. It's just that's like, how, tr- it's, like, it's military training. Like Crowley! What? Uh, uh, yeah, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, we, we'll kill him.
0: Sure. Don't have to kill him. If his loyalty is a sound, but I trust... Crowley, you know when people are on the level. And Blake, you know if any weird mojo shit's going on.
2: So. I can... If there's anything spooky happening, I will let you know, yes.
0: Well, that's the only reason I can think of why he'd be so jumpy. He ain't scared of gang violence. He was practically raised in it. So the only thing that could be freaking him out is either some sort of blackmail over over his husband or... Spooky ghost shit. Okay. And that ain't my territory.
2: Right, well...
1: I salute once again, just without even thinking. Yeah, uh, sorry. Old habits. Um, I, I'm fine with
2: that. I I got
1: nothing else going on today.
2: Yeah, I'm between, I'm between jobs as well at the moment, so... Uh... Yeah, um, if I can help, I'd be happy to help you, hopefully
0: He kind of writes down... He grabs a spare bit of paper that was kind of lying around and writes Red's address on it. And he's just kind of like, this is his address. You may have to skirt around some of the Red Slash patrols because, obviously, him being married to to one of their guard captains means they like to protect their own, which, fair enough, but... If some of my intel's correct, and by the fact that Pickett gave me a very smug smile the other day, we are probably leaning more lamp blacks than red sashes in this war right now. So they may not think too kindly of you. Well,
1: that's why we uh, said that we'd work, you know, independently. So hopefully we can at least try and play something off for you, but
3: yeah, this
1: is a way to use a good day.
0: Well, you know, it's either that or wait for the window repair people to get here, and God knows how long they'll take. Bloody contractors!
1: Uh, don't, don't don't get me started on that. All right, I've been oh, Please there. don't get me like, started on that. I, I, that's all I. Ugh,
0: Oxy leaves garbage. before Crowley goes into a twenty-minute tirade about contractors. <laughs>
1: Like I said it, I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times. Like that's maybe what this front should be. If we get we could just steal people's money for them. I mean, for fuck's sake! I mean, I paid them for those fucking
2: you know windows a week ago, and they keep saying they're going to be here every day. Crowley, before shut up before I take your soul out of your body and put it in a bottle.
0: I'll be here between the eighth bell and the twelfth bell.
1: We're just back in goddamn thieves. You'd still take their souls. Yeah, maybe then they'll be on
2: fucking time. Anyway, should we go and check in on Red? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: As you kind of step out and lock up, you find like a little card like wedged in um a rock that's been acting as like... I know, people seem to think it's acting as your mailbox right now. It's just a card saying, sorry, you weren't in <laughs> from the window, people. And it's marked with today's date and you were definitely here all fucking day in view of the window.
2: That is a that is a very British royal mail method. <laughs>
0: well it's not in the hedge next door on fire.
2: No, no, because that would be one the Oh, I was I gonna kind of refer to another company which uh, made male um eBay packages
1: pick up the little note, and I put it in my pocket, and I contain my fury for this time. And I really, really pray that somebody steps out of line today so I can punch something in the face. I feel like I'm going to take stress on this.
2: Flash
0: Flash forward to the end of this heist, Crowley's just going to be beating a guy up, going, When I said you would come as soon as possible! I paid for direct service, you stupid window
2: guy! And
0: it's just like some old woman who was walking fast <laughs> that you're just beating to death. Hasn't happened yet.
1: Future's up in the air, you know. Future can always change. Maybe there'll yet. be an old man.
0: That's true. Then again, there aren't that many elderly people here because they all die. Smog Shaker. is bad for the lungs. Who knew? They live... Red lives in Crow's Foot. His name is literally Red Low. Like L O like. And he's he lives closer to the Red Sash's main air, main base, which used to be like a sword fighting academy. Before they branched out more into, you know, gang violence. They still do a lot of sword training, and anytime you walk past the place you can hear the ring of metal clashing with metal. So pro tip. Don't get in a sword fight with them. You won't fucking win.
2: Noted.
0: Yeah, you definitely won't win. Ghosty boy. Please don't stab me, I just have a a ghost. I'm gonna bring a ghost to a knife fight. But you kind of... You're wandering around, you get a few weird looks from patrols because they're like... They, they know you aren't local, but you're clearly not doing anything right now, so they have no reason to harass you. And it gives you a look like, how dare you be whistling in my territory? <laughs> you're singing a rival musical. How dare you?
1: How dare you?
0: You start no, whistling, not... frickin'... What's... Oh, how have I immediately forgotten the name of the musical? West Side Story. Thank you, brain.
1: The best to... telling of Romeo and Juliet, you mean?
0: The only telling of Romeo and Juliet I respect.
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: Apart from Nomeo and Juliet. <laughs> Come at me, Matt. I'm the DM here. Romeo and Juliet is canon in this
2: universe. I'm joking. I've seen West Side Story. I've been in West Side Story.
0: But no, you kind of... You weave your way through and you end up standing outside reds townhouse it's about two-story building fairly kind of skinny townhouse old build kind a of victorian style it's very nice a little bit rundown because you know everything is in crow's foot but it's definitely family it's definitely inherited land you can't see any lights and things on You can't see any candles, none of the street lamps around here really lit because, you know, it is the middle of the day. And as much as you can't really see the sun, it does kind of give a bit of a glow through the fog so you can actually see what's in front of your face. There's several, you see like every 15 minutes, a patrol of red flashes will go past you, kind of glance at the house to make sure no one's like halfway through climbing in a window. Like one leg in,
2: Okay. So it's every 15 minutes, roughly, is it?
0: Well, that's roughly what you can tell based on... ...mainly because you can see... ...when you're about 15 minutes away from there... ...you'd pass the same group. And then you meet up with them at the house, so you're like, ah, okay.
2: Right. Uh, He's doing away from stuff, isn't he, Crowley?
1: Well, he's married to one of the bread sash guards, so who knows? Could be his money or who knows? Uh, does it, does it look, look like anyone's home?
0: Currently, no. You can't see any candlelight or anything. It's
2: fairly quiet. There's no lights or lamps lit. I think it's safe to say that if anyone is home, um, they may not be awake.
1: Uh, well, looking back and forth, I don't see any guards. Can I check the door to see how locked it is?
0: It is indeed locked. I will keep...
2: I'm going to keep my eyes back. at the bottom... Is there, like, a, like a little... Like, a short staircase to the door, is there? Or is it on the ground level?
0: It's, like, two two stone steps up.
2: And I there's, like, say, an
0: iron, iron railing.
2: I will stay like on the street, as it were, just keeping on a back and forth sort of thing casually, while um, Crowley is um, at the door. Um,
1: I will then, I will attempt to, you know, break in. With what? Well, okay, what can I see like does this feel like a deadbolt lock? Like what kind of lock does this seem like? What, what is our locking like level of lockedness here in this time frame?
0: In this time frame, standard people will have a deadbolt and a chain. The really really fancy or really really criminal people will have like spirit locks and kind of rudimentary electric Locking systems. You're very much in the... You're in the number keypad, but not fingerprint level.
1: I would assume... All right. I want to look at Professor. Like, do we care if they
2: know there was a break-in? Well, I think that they probably won't... They probably will care because if they can see the door is clearly broken in open, they're gonna investigate. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah, but well, what
1: if we find out that Blake was like kidnapped and we bring him back? Like I'm Blake. And then if he's dead anyways, or we have to kill him, then if
0: Blake's can... already dead. I'm Blake.
1: Yeah. Oh, not sorry, red. Red. <laughs> red, not Blake, sorry.
0: Not
2: Blake's you. going, What are you planning? <laughs>
1: You're already dead, anyways. I just shoot you inside the house and leave your body there. Then they. Already I was dead the
2: whole time.
0: <laughs> oh my god! The, you guessed the plot. This
1: is the sixth sense, isn't it? Damn it! Should have known. Yeah,
0: you're Bruce Willis. Sorry. It's
1: fair.
3: fair.
1: All right. Well, I don't honestly, Blake, have anything to get into this house quietly, I guess is the best way to put it. It's not really my forte, as some would say. I'm more of a blunt in- instrument.
2: Is there any way of looking around the building at all, or is it...
0: It's connected to... It's semi-detached, so... Oh.
2: Okay. Um, I'm going to try and skirt around like the whole row, as it were, and then get round to, the, to where the back would be.
0: Okay, you go to the other street.
2: Uh, is there any... If I go to the house in question there, is there any windows or doors open at the back?
0: No. Hmm. These are... These streets are built so the houses are back to back, so they're wall to wall with each other. Okay. So there's like no garden or anything. It's literally.
2: That's what I was hoping for. Damn it. Okay, I returned to Crowley.
0: And Crowley stands there awkwardly for about four minutes.
2: Yeah, there's no way around the back. So. Well. I suggest. That we wait for them to make a pass again and then we do it. Because then we, we, we maximize the amount of time we've got inside.
1: Alright. Uh, is there anywhere to take cover so they wouldn't just see us standing on this person's front porch when they walk by?
0: Maybe? Yeah. I'll say you can kind of... There's some benches littered around anyway.
2: I will take one of my journals out of my book and be like reading through it and sit, sit on the bench
0: which, which does preempt what I was about to say because I was about to say I'd filled in about four segments of a 15 minute clock but we're going to reset that because you're using your brains it's a miracle if you're both trying to not draw attention what would this be I guess it I'd argue it would be a prowl.
1: I would I would argue that and I would agree.
0: If needed, we can do a group action such that anyone who might not have anything in prowl can benefit from a good roll.
2: I think that might be a wise move. <laughs> <laughs> I got it two out prowl.
0: Yeah. It does that? mean that if you get a failure, then Crowley will take a stress.
2: Okay, so I am rolling with disadvantage, are
0: You roll with disadvantage. Crowley rolls normally.
1: A six and a five.
0: Take a six. Like. Two and a one. Have a stress, Crowley. You basically... Everyone walking past can see that Blake is reading his book upside down. And is like surreptitiously looking up from it. Like a spy reading a newspaper. (laughs) It's really not subtle. Yes, exactly like that, Matt. But thankfully, Crowley kind of noticing this kind of throws... It's odd. You kind of throw him a weird look as if to say... It's like, oh, what do you like? And everyone walking past thinks you're essentially taking your special friend for a walk. You've let him out the house for a while. It's like a maltrained dog, but a professor in a fancy coat. So I'm not going to add anything to the patrol clock, because your six covered up his one. <laughs> Whew.
1: Good thing I'm rolling way better than last time.
0: Yes, Mr. Crit failure. It. Okay. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Check my notes there. Okay, you want to... You're basically going loud for this. Yeah. I'm How are going... you wanting to break in? We're in active play, so you don't need to tick off loading things right now.
1: Uh, if I, is there any, like, windows? On, what kind of, like, door? Is it, like, a solid door? Does it have a window in the door?
2: Your neck door on doors.
1: I'm a tour man if you will.
0: Throw-self-out window. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... It's one of those... It's a door, it's got, like, a small window at the top, mainly for someone to kind of stand on their tiptoes and peer through. It's not very solidly built. But there is, you're pretty sure you can, you're pretty sure this is the kind of place that would have a chain. But you can see a window just over the iron railing. That should be possible to Jimmy.
1: Yeah, I'll take out the dagger that I have and I will attempt to Jimmy the window open. And if that doesn't work, then I'm just going to break the window and unlock it and open it. (laughs)
0: jimmying the window. I'd argue that finesse. Finesse? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Alright, I got one dot in that.
0: Oh, yay. Ah. See that? You're skirmishing the bloody door.
1: That's another six, baby.
0: There we go. Look. Dice came through. With an oddly practiced hand, despite the fact that Riley is the one in your group with a history of thievery, Crowley kind of nudges the blade under, finds where the locks on the inside are and kind of nud- pops each of the mechanisms. So the window just slides up. Don't even Beautiful. crack the glass or anything. It's bloody silent. Blake's just there like, Jesus.
2: In there, what what, what
1: chance? You'd Hopefully be not. shocked how often in the military they have us break into people's houses. It's
2: let Less talking, more moving.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. We got ton- plenty of time.
2: Going our luck, but at one time that some kind of almighty god sends more guards. Let's go.
0: I've marked two minutes off the timer.
2: In the window, I follow, closing quietly behind me.
0: Clever boy. What was this intelligent last time? <laughs> I put the books with the blood stain back on the shelf.
2: Was it, that was good
0: for me that was good because you at least put them back and you turn them away so the blood was the other direction <laughs> but, you know public libraries will never be the same again <laughs>
3: like no you both
0: kind out. of vault in like the crime children you are and Blake kind of has a hand on the window and gently slides it down again you don't click it back in place, just in case you have to leg it. But to an unobservant person, it doesn't look like anything's changed. Perfectly fine. You are in a... It's a lounge, really. There's a couple of armchairs that look fairly well-worn. There's a unlit fireplace in the corner. There's a few family photos kind of scattered around of two men there's kind of like there's like one of them on their wedding there's one of them just kind of there's one that's like a side-on photo clearly taken of one of them when the other one wasn't looking of them just sat reading a book very zen There's one of some kind of cat but you don't see a cat currently (laughs) and there's a shut door that leads out to the corridor
1: okay is it tasty? Well. decorated?
0: Not really, but this is crows foot. Decoration costs money.
3: Hmm.
2: I was expecting it to be a little bit, bit nicer inside.
1: Okay. Well, if... Hmm. Would the... Uh, you think the husband, the red sash guy, knows about the smuggling?
2: Hmm. Possibly. I mean, he may actually have... A deal cut with them. I mean, freelance, yes, but at the same time, yeah, I
1: don't know the, if red's working with Huxley that much. I don't know if you be working with the red sashes as well. It seems counterintuitive, but really, the reason I ask is because we're looking for red stuff. I just don't know if we're looking for a secret room or if we're just looking for like his desk, is really the reason I'm asking. Because if he's open with his husband about it, then he'll just be on the desk somewhere. If he's not open with his husband, then we're trying to find his secret area.
2: Okay. Phrase it. We need to... I guess first thing to do is leave this room, obviously, I guess. Um, we don't want to be... Uh...
0: Reminder, you can call a flashback at any point, whether we're in a heist or not. So if, say, you wanted to ask Coxley these questions...
1: Flashback, yeah, I definitely <laughs> would because I should have asked them before when I was gathering information. Currently
0: examining your door, oh, very nice. Uh,
1: before you leave, Huxley, just so like we know when we're talking to the husband, if uh, can we bring up this whole smuggling thing or like how does that work?
0: I think Trent's aware. Trent's, al- Trent's aware of it, but he he ain't approving of it because I mean Trent's a red sash and all the smuggling work i've done before the lamp blacks have always had a in. and obviously trent could turn a blind eye before because everyone was in a tentative peace agreement but you know the moment the moment the war kicked off again we well with the death of Rorik. Any red sash found approving of a lamp black is more than likely to get shanked in an alley. And vice versa.
1: So keep it hush hush. Alright, that that's 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 good enough.
0: Yeah, so like he's gonna tell his husband, but maybe if you confront Trent, don't shout it in case anyone's walking past. Unless you want him dead, then do what you want.
1: Good to know. Mark that down. Great door, though, right?
0: Yes. And that was a zero-stress flashback, because why not? Yeah! Zero stress for staring at a door. Who knew this was where my life would go?
1: Uh, But remembering that, then... Well, I think he probably... Huxley said that he talked to him about it, at least. Like, Trent's not in the dark altogether, so maybe we should just try and find, like, an office area or somewhere where Red would keep his business items.
2: I think that's a wise move. Um, We should probably leave this lounge and head somewhere around the tree. We should
1: split up, if possible, to cover as much space as possible.
2: Yeah, as quickly as possible, for sure. Um, Do you want to try down here and I'll check upstairs? Right, Al. Cool. I will, um... How are you approaching this? The door, you mean?
0: No, just exploring the house in general.
2: Um... I'm not gonna make too much. I'm not gonna be I'm gonna be like normal sort of thing. I'm not gonna try and rush it, or I'm not going to like be manic and hectic because that's when you make mistakes, Matt. Um, but what I might do is I um once we, I'll, I'll open the door to the uh, hallway, step out, and just listen for any like obvious sounds of like. Within the house.
0: That's a survey roll then. Ooh, a
2: six and a five. We
0: take the six. I take, because you
2: have a dot, you have two dots in. I have two dots in survey, yes.
0: We take the six. You can hear what sounds like light snoring coming from upstairs.
2: I
1: the sleep upstairs. Okay, well, that means we have to be real fucking quiet then.
2: Yeah, you check for us downstairs, down here. I will sneak upstairs if you can't find anything down here.
1: As he says that to me, I look at him and I think back to him holding his book upside <laughs> down. And I go, you know what, Professor? Actually, why don't you look around down here and I'll go check upstairs.
2: Okay, fine. I go to check downstairs. What rooms have I got to my, to my, uh, at my disposal?
0: There are two rooms. One that the door is slightly propped open and looks like some sort of kitchen. And one whose door is shut but you'd assume being this kind of floor would either be a dining room or a study
2: okay I will like glance through into the kitchen
0: it's a kitchen
2: before moving on just you know, you know this is like a little what's in there sort of thing before moving on and then I will get to the door at the end and will gently try to handle <coughs>
0: Says the cat on the other side of the door, kind of looking at you. It's like this big, it's this big dark grey fluff ball, essentially.
2: Is it the cat? Is it the same cat from the picture? Yes.
0: It has like.
2: I stared a cat out.
0: I mean, we don't have animal handling in this, so give me a resolve roll, please.
2: Resolve.
0: How many dots do you have in three. resolve? So roll three, please.
2: Uh, uh, four, three and two.
0: Okay, we take the four. Cat kind of stares at you. And then eventually kind of looks down. Kind of of quiet cat grumbling. (laughs) Kind of slips past your legs and runs up the stairs. Mm. So that's your consequence. The cat is out.
3: Okay. You know, it didn't take your
0: eye or something. Yes, it did run by you. If you want to catch the cat, you're gonna have to probably give me a finesse roll or a skirmish.
2: Don't kill me. I don't wanna cat. hurt the
1: cat. Can I? Yeah, don't. I wanna try. Skirmish,
0: and... I mean, I like you'd scoop it up. I know. Finesse but is I, that's
1: like you I wanna, yeah, I wanna finesse it and just kind of stop the cat. Okay. I got one done. Finesse once again. Let's
0: you feeling on. lucky, punk?
1: Not really, but maybe. That's a three. Oh, yeah. It's it's right
0: dancing. next to the six, see the six. You miss the cat. You kind of cadunk into the floor, and you're like, "Ow!" And the cat's like, seeing you so close to it, all of a sudden goes Rew! and sprints up the stairs. And the snoring kind of pauses at the Rew! You don't hear any movement currently, but. You have no idea if the doors upstairs are shut or not. So the cat may have gone straight into their owner's bedroom and are like, wake up, peasant.
2: Wait, why does is it, is it the GM sound it's all from experience?
1: I will draw one of my pistols, but I will still <laughs> quietly prowl up the stairs to try and keep the quiet up. I just want to be prepared, all right? Yeah, I have like that, made
0: a new clock called Wake Up, <laughs> and it has two segments out of six filled right now.
2: Um, I opened the door downstairs. Was it for a, what was it for? A study?
0: Yeah. Now that there's no longer a cat hissing at you, it is a study. It's you're not sure whether it's Trent or Reds because there's I- a lot of expense documentation and things that. If you it's want to good. look at it in more detail, study please.
2: Um I, I will do that. Um it's gonna take me a while to look for all the documents of course now. So study roll
0: five. That, okay. Just an FYI, six minutes have passed since you climbed in the window. Okay, thank you. Uh five. Five 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 five. This seems to be Red's office. Because there's mentions of Leviathan ships going in and out. There's a few now outdated shipping routes from the Hive. There's inquiries about storage locations. All sorts of things that you'd need if, you, you know, for example, you were going to run a drugs business. You don't see anything insanely incriminating on here. Like, it's all circumstantial but it is red definitely lives here and there's like a pot of ink on the side that hasn't like dried up yet so he's definitely been here in the last day or so Crowley you're creeping up the stairs aren't you Can I have a prowl roll please
1: That's a five and a two, so I take the five.
0: Take the five. So there's like one step that's creakier than the others, and you kind of pause like, eh. But it's fine. And am going to get up, pistol in one hand, Here, It's one of these staircases that comes out to the end of the corridor. So you kind of glance to your left, and you see the cat sat outside one of the bedrooms. One of the, what you assume is a bedroom. There are two doors. One on the left, one on the right. Sat outside and she's going, wow wow
3: wow
0: DM's really projecting today. <laughs> yes, you. I see you looking at me.
1: 2 a.m. devil worship of a cat. Yeah, I've, I've, I've experienced it every night for many years.
0: All day, every day.
1: with the cat meowing can I still hear the snoring though
0: snoring is lighter it's not as heavy as it was it's very much the snoring of I've nearly gone back to sleep please shut up
1: and can I tell now that I'm closer it's just one
0: person snoring right it's one snore and you can't hear any like heavy breathing or anything as if someone was next to them
1: Okay, and can I tell which of the doors it's coming from, from the two doors?
0: Uh, yes, because these houses are poorly built. It's coming from the right door, which is the one the cat is yowling at.
1: Right, well, first of all, I would like to catch the cat. If possible.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is going to be the actual danger. Not even yeah. gonna get to the actual heist that he gets murdered by a cat. How do you want to catch the cat?
1: Uh well, it's clearly distracted by rowling at you the door. You want to prowl the... at the cat, don't you? I do want to sneak up on the cat and then just scoop it up, like quietly okay. like it's a good kitty.
0: Prowl then.
1: Uh it's a four and a three.
0: You take the four, that is a partial success.
1: Can I push myself and roll a third die? I'll take the stress. <laughs> I wanna catch this fucking cat.
2: We're not even at the height yet.
0: Sure.
1: I really feel like if I roll a third die, I'm gonna get that six that I need. It's right here, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it, Matt. Then who's gonna be the fool? It's another four.
2: You! See? Well done. You
0: you took stress for no reason. Good job. Damn it. You kind of scoop the cat up, but in doing so, you kind of brush along its tummy. And it being a cat, it immediately hates you. So you don't take any harm right now, but you are definitely getting clawed.
1: That's a good kitty. Just quiet. Just quiet, cat. (laughs) Uh, I want to open the door behind me that I know isn't where the snoring is coming from.
0: Okay, yeah. Doors open.
1: Can I duck into that room with the cat?
0: You're bringing the cat, okay. Yes. Fine. Ugh. What would this be? Can you give me a resolve check, please?
1: Yeah. My mighty one die.
0: A whole one die.
1: (gasps) That's another four. I'm on the four tree. Okay,
0: you... You... Don't drop the cat.
1: I want to close the door behind me right away.
0: Yeah. it's very much, you kind of stagger and you knock over a book that was just kind of leaning on the side. Thankfully, this is carpeted floor in here. So it's, it's clearly the other person's office. Obviously, you don't know downstairs is Red's right now, so. But, kind of step in and you see that this is some sort of office. It's carpeted. And you kind of glance. And you realize the cat in your arms is kind of wriggling, but not in a put-me-down, human. It's in a I-want-to-get-away-from-here-right-now sort of way. There's an ear just on the desk. Someone's severed ear is on the desk.
1: Yeah, I'm going to drop the cat.
0: The cat is, like, at the door, like, scratch, scratch, scratch,
1: yeah, That's fine. That's quieter than the meowing, at least, so just just stay at the door for now. Uh, and then I'm gonna go, and I would like to check this, uh, desk out. This eater.
2: While you're doing that, uh, Blake will have, um, concluded that Red has been here at least the last day or so, from what you told. And I'll be heading for the stairs to retrieve Crowley. Um.
0: Are you climbing said stairs?
2: I will I will head upstairs.
0: Then I need a prowl roll from you.
2: Ooh, that's uh, that's not good for me.
0: You can push yourself to negate the disadvantage.
2: It's a six and a five would we'll hit the five.
0: Okay. You get up the stairs, no problem. You do stub your toe, ow! Mm. And there is just kind of a quiet... ...fucking stairs. (laughs) And you do almost choke on your lollipop, so, you know. Mm. Silver linings. When you get to the top, you also can hear quite light snoring by this point. Okay. And what sounds like scratching at a door, at the other door, that you're assuming is the cat again. But you're not sure how the cat got in that room. Hmm.
2: Okay. Is there any other, so there's, that, all that's up here is the two doors, yeah? All that's here, yeah? Yep. No
0: there's bathroom. a window at the end as well. No bathroom.
2: Yeah. Okay, so.
0: There might be an ensuite suite in the room someone's snoring in you is, don't know.
2: This is true, this is true um i will make my way to the door that is the door.ing is coming through and just listen intently at it to see if i can gauge how deep the sleep is uh it's
0: a very creepy sentence
2: well let me listen to you asleep i'm just saying that from experience Um, when two people when two people bear in mind obviously Blake doesn't know that Crowley's already identified it's only one person snoring Uh, but from experience I do know what two people snoring should should sound like
0: survey or study whichever one you want
2: Uh, thank you hmm a five and a three take the five
0: it's one person you can't hear a second person, but you're not 100% certain because you can mainly just hear the scratching and meow, 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 from behind you. Along with shut up.
2: <laughs> can, I, um, can, I, can I make out that's Crowley's voice?
0: You're guessing it's Crowley's voice by him being the only other person in the house you're aware of.
2: Okay. Knowing that at some point I'm going to enter his bedroom. Eh, I open the door and walk in. Cat bolts out. No, no, no. Into the bedroom.
0: Okay. You. I'm just going to fill the wake up clock because, (laughs) yep, that's definitely woken up. You walk in to a bedroom. There is a double bed. There is one man kind of sleeping on one side of it. He is in his boxes. He's kind of kicks the covers off him when you came in and is brandishing a knife that he's pulled out from under his pillow. He has short cropped hair, like military style. He's fairly lean, fairly muscular. Has a tattoo on his cheek just of some weird circular shape you're not really sure and he's glaring at you and it's like
2: well bloody hell are you doing it in my house flashback okay <laughs> <laughs> flashback while we were talking to it at the base can you tell us what red looks like anything features or anything like that he described
0: Red as kind of about five three, he's a fairly short bloke. Five three, fairly pale. Not very muscly, but very intelligent. His hair colour changed quite regularly because he like makeshift diet to ward off blue coats. But he did have... He was missing his... He was missing his pinky finger on his right hand. No, and the guy in front of you has all his fingers.
2: Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so, by the way of the nation, then, this clearly is Trent. Okay.
0: Yes. I also want to point out, you two could have knocked. <laughs>
2: Thought about
1: knocking, but it, you made it seem like no one was home, so I just assumed. Maybe honestly.
2: they were asleep. I was waiting for him to knock. I'm just following his lead at this point. So at this point, how much worse? You're can still it complicit. Get? How much worse can it get at this point? Because why I just walked in, <clears throat> Mr. Trent? I do believe it. you're Mr. Trent. What's it to you, bloody oh. burglars? I, I am not a burglar. I have come to tell you've won first prize, sir.
1: Okay, I assume I would have heard this now oh, there is yelling so. going saying, on. I'm saying it's relatively loudly.
0: Yep, you have.
1: I I guess I'm gonna leave the ear for the moment and not deal with that.
0: What a normal sentence.
1: <laughs> and, with, uh, I'm just gonna let the cat out the room because with that I'm gonna open the door and I, with my pistol drawn, I'm going to walk into the bedroom and immediately have it pointed at the red coat who has the knife drawn. Me, whoa, 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 whoa. We're cool, 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 man. We're all gonna be cool here.
0: One of you two want to explain what the bloody hell's going on here? Cause you're pointing a gun at me. You're broken into my house and seems to be telling me that I've won some sort
2: of bloody prize. You have won a prize. You have won a prize. Is it death? Because
0: I ain't falling for that again.
2: Now, listen. uh, We are just... We have been asked by an associate to check in on you. Make sure you're okay. How is that a prize? Well... I say taking a rag out of your pocket, <laughs> just in case. Um, well, it's more of a surprise, as it were. Um, it's for a surprise is for two, so I need to give it to both of you and to your, your, your other half. So uh, if you could get him for us, it would be great.
0: This
2: is definitely a sway. <laughs> I'm taking lowest. I'm taking the lowest number here, of course, as well. Yeah. It's a crit. Fail. A double crit six.
0: <laughs> I was gonna offer you a devil's God. bargain, but here we are. <laughs> God. Look at this fucking go in my life. Didn't oh. even know heist.
2: Looking at man in his fucking underwear. Look, if if i found it, it would have been the ether in the rag. So you know Yeah, he would have gotten stabbed.
1: And you would have got
3: shot.
0: <laughs> yep. Jesus Christ on a bicycle. Oh Jesus very interesting and all his carpenter friends.
2: <laughs> I've used that phrase myself. Well,
0: uh I do do do, do you mind? Do you mind if i put some trousers on
1: <laughs> yeah put the knife away i'll put the gun down you can put but, some pants we're, we're on we can have a wonderful and conversation
0: yeah exactly we'll he, knif- look, he puts the knife he opens a bedside drawer which you can see is full of knives and Ooh, he kind yeah. of puts the knife in it and shuts the drawer
2: so we're the now, now if you would put the gun away He's the muscle. I'm sorry about that. I have always had to, had to protect me at all times. You know, difficult thing.
0: Could could you chuck my shirt and trousers? They're on the chair behind you.
2: I look looking at Blake. I I, I throw the shirt first, and then the trousers after.
0: Oh, he puts on his clothes. He is now clothed. Thank God. A a. a you said Red and I won a prize?
2: Yes, um, but we need to... We, we, got, we can't tell what it is so when they're both together, so where is he?
0: Uh, he he went out to do a... Do you, wait, what time is it? Sorry, I work night shift.
2: Um, it's it, about
0: first bell. Uh, about first bell? Okay, yeah, he went out last night at about... He normally starts work at about 10th, though. So, if the job's gone bad, then he should... Either way, he should be back by now.
2: So, he's missing? I mean, I guess. Do you know where the job was?
0: I mean, technically, I'm not meant to know, but he told me anyway
2: okay well well obviously the only partner told you everything know, whatever we you know so.
0: well yeah i he's my husband he tells me everything he's gone i don't know exactly what he was doing but he's gone over to he's gone over to six towers okay. said he had an old contact he wanted to meet there. Okay. I didn't see him leave personally. That's just what he told me. I obviously I was at work before.
2: Yeah. Oh, and then I okay.
0: came back and what's what's that meowing?
2: Oh, that uh, may have. I'm, I'm I'm slightly I'm slightly more, we may we may have uh, we may have worried your cat.
0: Kind of. Have you shut the door behind you, Crowley, or are you just stood in the doorway?
1: I I left the door open.
0: At this point, the cat shoots through your legs, jumps on the bed, and just goes to sleep. <laughs> where he was. It's like, oh. Uh, mittens, can you not lick your ass where I sleep? Bloody cat. Sorry about her, she's a little bit unsettled around strangers.
2: That's understandable. So, um, what we'll do is we'll go and find Red, bring him back, and then you guys can get prize.
0: I, I, oh, okay, do you want me to come with you? Uh,
2: Blake oh, will that's... quickly exchange a glance with we'll probably see yes or no before good. Blake's leading the conversation, and he's not always the best talker.
1: Definitely not. No, that's that's a that's okay. I, I think we've got it.
2: We we'll we'll take care of that. You just stay here because like you've got enough to worry about. Um, the cat. Um, so we will um, be back soon. We'll go find Red and and get uh, all back home. And we can have coffee and we can talk about your prize and make sure you've got your prize. And We're going to go. We're going to go. We're going to go. I Do you phone. want to know
0: where in Six Towers he is? Uh,
2: yes, that'd be helpful. He
0: said he was going to Miss Shore Park. Miss Shore Park. Said he was meeting someone by, by the waterfront
2: there. Thank you. You've been... Most helpful. Um, we're gonna, we'll find him and bring him back, and you're gonna be prized together then. I look f- forward to it. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh, just try and get some more thieves you can. You, it's kind of hard now that you've broken into my house and woke me up. Well, I can if you want. I can help with that.
0: Please, no. Keep your ether and rag away from me. Okay. saying so my first rodeo. Even though I believe you about the fucking price, <laughs> I cannot believe
2: that's the luckiest role I've ever done in tabletop. Right.
0: Because you got two sixes, I ignored the risky position you were in. I want you to know that. If you'd gotten like... Anything. Anything else. If he hadn't gotten two sixes, I would have... Had him believe you were allowed to be there, but not the prize. About
1: the cat killing. Right. Crowley is just gonna kind of stare at this whole situation, just in kind of a state of pure shock, and awkwardly just kind of start like sidestepping out of the room, and slowly and quietly, I'm just gonna close that study door as well, like as quietly as possible. I don't. I guess we're not covering that at the moment.
0: Well, only you've seen it.
1: Exactly, and Crowley is not covering that at this moment. There's no need for it, so I'm just going to keep that under my hat that I'm not wearing.
0: Are you following Crowley out? Yes, quickly. Okay. I guess Trent's going to try and go back to sleep now that people have broken into his house.
1: You know, it's that uh, prize breaking group that pops up <laughs> every That prize once in a while. breaking
3: group.
1: <laughs> you know, it happens. You know, they break in your house, they surprise you with the prize.
2: You know, it's, it's a common occurrence. It happens all the time. Out of character, but actually, someone in the UK called Michael McIntyre who actually does this with celebrities.
0: Yeah, but with celebrities. And they clearly have someone else to let them in. It's not like he smashes the window in. We didn't
1: smash the window. I opened it very carefully.
0: You do not have keys or legal permission. That's true. Okay. Okay, you want to go to Miss Shaw Park to find Red, yes?
1: Yes. That's, That's the plan.
0: That is fine. Six Towers is a district that has fallen into disrepair. It is, it used to be like this massive six towered area where all the rich would come and host events. And like the park itself was very snazzy. It was very much where all the outdoors events occurred. There's several manors of now dead families that used to run Osalis. There's old statues and grand buildings. It used used to contain things like opera houses and theatres and invention areas. But now it's like soup kitchens and homeless shelters. And the occasional religious group. The park is now very overgrown. It's, It's basically a fucking jungle. But it overlooks the river... Which is called Dosk, because you know why not? It overlooks the eastern part of the river that goes through the city, and you can actually see out to the Deathlands, which is where the Leviathan ships go out, and you know where most of the ghosts are that want to rip you limb from limb. Ah, uh... you no, know I'm just going to do a fortune roll for you, Blake. Okay. That was a six, so I'll give you that information. Misture is what they call in the business super fucking haunted. All the old folk tales and things talked about how young lovers forbidden to be together would go there and essentially have a suicide pact. So they could be together in the afterlife even if they couldn't be together in the now. Right. And a lot of murders occurred there and a lot of in an untraditional way I'm gonna because this has gone completely clusterfuck sure. I'm gonna argue this is where I'm gonna do the engagement role oh cool so what kind of I mean it's not an assault is it deception I mean I guess actually it might be deception with you lot it's either deception or a cult really you're either luring, tricking and manipulating which is what I'd argue you've done with Trent mm-hmm. or it's a cult where Blake is going to take the lead and essentially pull a Dr. McSteamy and part the sea Well, there's yeah. an in joke for you
1: ghost this shit up buddy.
0: yeah it's either you're gonna ghost this shit up or you're gonna go as if you're continue the rules you used on Trent which one would you like
2: I think that it'd be prudent to not change story at this point
0: okay surprise
2: team.
1: you
0: team. I hate everything and everyone I'm so glad Blades is a more lethal system, because the moment your dice fuck you up, it's Price coming.
1: Team will die.
0: Price team will die painfully. Okay, is this operation bold or daring? Yes. One die for sheer bullshit. Uh, would you like to use any friends or contacts to provide aid?
2: Hmm. Since we are heading that way, I think it could be quite useful to maybe um contact Nyrix. Who is Nyrix to you? She is probably my best friend. Oh that, um in a way she's a possessor Path ghost. Half only friend. Yeah, she's a possessor ghost. Wait, your best friend is a ghost? Well I'm best friend's a ghost, yes. I forgot this. I haven't
0: written down, but I've yeah. Rick's a It'd be quite ghost. useful
2: going into going into um going into into that sort of area.
0: Now is it she's your best friend and you carry her around in the spirit jar or does she kind of roam free and you've helped her avoid the spirit wardens?
2: Yeah, I've been I've helped her dodge the wardens. Um she owed me a favour or free. Um so okay, then, she may be able to provide some support here, yes.
0: Okay, then gimme an a tune to see if she'll answer you.
2: Uh two twos.
0: You basically get left on red by the ghost. Yeah. Nyrix is like new phone, who dis mm, okay. or new ghost, who dis. Yeah, so sadly your friends and contacts cannot provide aid. Uh, any rivals or enemies interfering no there aren't really other elements here do you expose the vulnerability no (laughs) so you're just kind of awkwardly stalking a bloke (laughs) with team price
1: yeah Uh. (laughs) cause team OW team Oprah Winfrey
0: you get a prize you get a prize you lose an ear have you mentioned the ear to to blake yet?
1: oh yeah like after we left i definitely mentioned it like Jed, just so you know the dude definitely had like a severed ear on his desk i was gonna bring it up in there but then you went down this whole like prize route and didn't really know where to throw that in there about that i was in your study probably
2: because you didn't to that point but you've gonna know that he's clearly some kind of sadist. I
1: don't know. Felt like it could have been important, but eh, whatever.
0: you get GM screaming. We have two two dice, so let's see if fortune favors you. Wow, that's two sixes. Why did the dice want this to work? I hate everything. <laughs>
1: Fortune favors the bold, Caitlin. Fortune favors the bold.
0: (laughs) A six and a crit. I hate everything. Basically, you, like you cross the bridge and you ignore like the guard towers and things. You're just striding purposefully through. You completely ignore, there's meant to be like a toll gate. But you just go, prize crew coming through. Try to deliver prizes here. We are very important, and they believe it <laughs> because that's a crit success. And I hate everything. We're gonna start a new trend.
2: Isn't
0: I it? hate. I I, I hate. It. Uh, I need more of my my tea. <laughs>
2: um, will we have gone via? Can we have gone via of the, the shop or the office on the way back on the way there? Or not? Why? What do you need? Uh, again, because we're gonna need to do our load, aren't we?
0: Yeah, that's what I was about to ask.
2: What are you going in with? I'm thinking uh, normal. Um,
1: I'm actually just going to take a light load this time. I'm I'm fairly unprepared. That's
0: That's fine. So, light for Crowley, medium for Blake. Zit is fan. It means that we have all the things. No, you 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 essentially stroll straight into the park. Just going, yep, we're very important. Off to deliver prizes. Don't look at me, thank you, bye. It is a very overwhelming place to be because it is swarming with overgrown plants and hedges and kind of dark curling branches that kind of The smog makes it hard enough to see. By the time you get here, it's about third bell, nearing fourth bell, because it's quite a long track from Crow's Foot. What it? Uh, It's about half three.
2: Half three.
0: You can kind of hear the river just kind of trailing in the background. And you kind of pause for a minute, because as a very ghost-inclined person, you can essentially hear hear it's like a visceral reaction more than anything where you can just sense the sheer abundance of rage infused ghosts battering themselves against the city barriers just howling and screaming and desperate to get in and rend flesh from bone
2: so that's fun that, f- that feels that actually feels cold for me
0: Oof. it's the kind of thing where the more you listen to it the more you attune with it and the louder it gets in your head
2: <clears throat> is it hurting my head or not or
0: is it just no, no it takes a real force of will to kind of wrench yourself away from it because it is that kind of intoxicating loop but you do just kind of go no get away from me ghosty
2: not today
0: not today Satan you kind of you've gotten in you've gotten past you know the several hurdles that would have been in your way <laughs> and Blake's kind plot
1: of convenience. leading
0: plot convenience slash really lucky roles that I hate that I didn't fudge but I could <laughs> but you kind of Blake is taking the lead here because he ghost boy So he's got, like, a handout, like he's trying to calm a raptor as he steps through and kind of pushes brush aside and branches and, you know, almost falls over a tree and... Indeed. You can't really find where the footpath is here because it's so overgrown that you're just like...
2: I think you're just trying to calm ghosts as I go through.
0: Yeah. You haven't actually connected to any of them currently, but you're kind of on the please do not. Dear ghosts, don't eat me. Thanks. You kind of emerge into a clearing that's overlooking the river. It's kind of the only open space you've found thus far, and you you were walking for a solid 20 minutes.
2: This seems like the place that Trent was talking about, probably.
0: If you wish to look around in more detail, either give me a study or a survey, please.
2: I will do a survey.
1: As will I. That's
2: crit one. That's a six and a one, so I'll take six.
0: Do you only have one die in survey? That I do. Well, Spicy. So, crit one, you, that's a really nice bench. And you go and you go to walk towards the bench. And you walk into said bench and you, you, it's like, it's like when the pathfinding AI is struggling. So you just kind of watch Crowley walk into a bench for about a minute.
2: Ah, oh, Skyrim AI, right.
0: He's just there like, bruh, and then clips around it and you're like where demon Blake however you're scanning around and you kind of watch Crowley for a second and then your gaze falls to what's actually on the bench—he's walking around which is an arm that has been severed Ooh. and you casually you keep you keep scanning out of fear and you realise this whole grassy plain like grassy clearing and the bits of footpath and kinda of hanging over a rusted railing are various body parts. It's essentially like whoever was here was torn into pieces by
2: something. Okay. Um at this point I would like to get quite throw, hmm? throw up. I've tried not to throw up for one, but also get the uh attention of Crowley, like, and point this out so it's blatantly obvious. Um, Crowley. Body parts everywhere.
1: Oh, yeah, there are. Wild.
0: Literally, like, a meter from you is an arm, and you're like, oh! Oh,
1: shit.
2: Yeah! Them. i've got a feeling that someone may have pissed some ghosts off or maybe even a demon you're not too
1: well with body parts crowley or, Blake, you seem a little do you crowley do you losing my mind and i'm reaping all the benefits
2: i am better with fear uh, with the, the spirits usually not so much the body parts Ah,
1: huh. yeah see this this kind of stuff doesn't bother me Those... Creepy ass ghost. That that stuff's really freaking well, weird.
2: Well, how about you make yourself useful then, since you don't mind this thing, and gather them all together and see if it's a whole body.
1: Bet you were missing an ear.
2: If we're missing an ear, that will explain it a great deal, won't it?
1: All right, whatever you say, Blake. I give him a, like a half salute as I start to I, I will try and pick up the body parts to see how many pieces I can
2: find. We have to become jigsaw, so, yes, Chris.
0: I'm not going to make you roll to pick up body parts. I'm not that strange.
2: Oh, shucks.
1: Your kindness yes. knows no bounds.
0: Yeah, the bits are oddly warm. Like this the blood has just started congealing. So this kills like twenty minutes at most.
1: I relay this to uh, Blake very casually as I'm like going about like, "Hey, look, this is like just happened. We barely missed this, Blake."
2: <sighs> so, putting not the uh, the the, uh, the the person whose ear was in the uh, in the uh, office then. <laughs>
1: unlikely, but I mean, maybe still possible. I don't know. Ghosts are fucking wild around here. Collecting more body
0: parts. Um, can you give me a survey roll, please, Blake?
2: Survey roll? Come yeah. away? because this is
0: more your wheelhouse, what I'm about to ask. I'm going to say if i Uh, one of the body parts that Crowley's been showing you one of the, it's like the knee down it's like the knee to the ankle but the actual foot's a different part you realise one that these pieces have been taken apart remarkably meticulously it's very much like you know like the head bones connected to the blank bone etc yeah like someone's been following that song and investigating like whatever did this is learning how humans are made up and how to take them apart and there's some sort of you can't see exactly because it's been like ripped in half but there's some sort of circular drawing on like almost a rune in the skin do you want to do
1: How many pieces did I collect?
2: Oh, that's a question.
0: Let's roll 3D six and see.
1: How many how much of a body did I assemble? Because I would have been laying it out like in like body shape.
0: Okay, you are missing You're missing the head. You are missing an ear. And the fingers of the left hand. You have all the right hand, though. You don't have a pinky.
1: As I finish putting it all together, I I like... Well, um... I I guess there you go, Blake. We got most of a body. Okay.
2: Um, having gone through... Having glanced at the rest of it, um... There's... a finger missing. Sounds... It looks
0: like it's been missing for a while. Yeah. Like the bit he found is the nub is sealed yeah. over.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Long long standing injury as it were. Uh, it um sound Crowley resounds like exactly how Hoxley described red.
1: Wait, this is Red's body. You think?
2: Missing a finger, it's exactly how he described him.
1: So, the hand that's missing the finger—like, were all the other fingers like cut off from that hand, or can you see that that hand is just clearly missing that finger?
0: The hand is clearly missing that finger.
1: I'm gonna take that piece of the body.
0: Sure, put that in your inventory. <laughs> okay. Well
1: okay. we're gonna need proof that we either, yeah, you know, we that we found red, so this is the, as I like basically like hold it in Blake's face. This is <laughs> Look obviously at this. Look at the this. most this is the most red thing that we could have to show that we found him. So
0: Yes and no. Let me guess, you want to attune? <laughs>
2: yeah, I knew this was coming. Well, yes. Before I do, though, I want to make a quick note in my book quickly. Um, You've mentioned about the rune. Whereabouts was it?
0: The rune, it's... They've torn the... It's like at the tear where the elbow of his arm would be. So you can only see half of it, because the other half is obviously on the missing hand.
2: Okay, cool. Okay, now I'm going to check. <laughs> hey, he's on this. Five or two. Eight or five.
0: Okay. Do you connect to the like your ghost plane, everything kind of gets its like, boom, black black and white filter.
2: <laughs> I mean, Hitman vision, yeah.
0: Yeah, you just Crowley just kind of watches as Blake just stares at the bench, like it holds the secrets to the universe.
1: Still shaking the hand. Yeah, you're still shaking the hand motion. in his face, but in slow motion and black and white.
0: And you kind of glance, kind of look around, trying to lock on to where you think red would be, and. Can you give me a survey roll, Crowley?
1: That's a four.
0: Okay. I'm gonna say... You both take level one harm here. Terrified. So your healing clocks are both... are reset. If you've been doing any.
1: So what if I already had level one harm? Yeah.
0: You can have several level one harms. Okay, Okay. cool. And they add up to. So I guess you can have three level one harms. And once you have three, the next one evolves into level two. Once you have two level twos, they go to level three. Two level threes is death.
2: Okay, I have one level one harm. Yeah, so two level one harm.
0: You, as Blake connects to the ghost world, something trips for you as well, Crowley. But something clicks, and your vision goes kind of black and white and slow as well. And you're kind of looking around like, what the fuck? Did I drink something? You both turn. You find red. Well, correction, you both find red in that you find his head in in ghost form like even his spiritual form seems to be ripped apart because you can see like the body parts that you've collected kind of glowing slightly with that spiritual energy and the head is in a hand of dripping talons And you look and you realize surrounding it is surrounding this creature, the plants are dying. Everything it touches seems to be dying and your gaze scans across. And this, it's about seven foot tall, gangly creature. With kind of flickering, it's got a lashing tail at the back that you can see peeking over its shoulder. Black husks where its eyes should be. No nose, no mouth. It's just blank. There's no, like, hair or fur or anything. It's just bony protrusions and claws that are dripping with some black liquid you don't know. And it's gripping Red's head by his barely existing hair and his its eyes kind of instead of the black pits for a moment you just get these gleam these gleams of gray kind of lock eyes with both of you and realizes you can both see it and it turns and it kind of tilts its head you blake immediately know you are looking at a demon a very old one you're not sure which. But you both hear the voice.
3: What are you doing here?
2: Um, looking for someone. Once we found him, we'll be on our way. You
0: dare? Kind of throws the head to the side and stalks closer. Yeah, he's in. You can smell... The stench of decay and rot and putrefying flesh coming off this thing.
2: Okay. I will I will make note quickly of where the head had landed. It's in a bush. Okay. And I will say Crowley, keep his eyes on you, please. Distract him. Distract him. Yo, uh...
1: I'm not used to this kind of thing, so... Mr... I don't know... Preacher... Guy?
0: My name is Argas. A-R-G-A-Z For writing
1: uh, Mr. Argaz uh, I just uh, We were sent here To find that uh, Head that you just Tossed away and, Yeah, meant no disrespect To you or anything Of that nature Blake, you better be fucking doing this quickly Because I ain't got much
2: of this in me Blake, what are you doing? I'm, I'm wait, i waiting. And while well, um he's saying this, I'm trying to like shuffle around to the side a little bit more. Okay. And um, for what purpose? Because I'm going to uh, pop my my uh, fire lightning hook and a spirit bottle.
0: Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will come to you in a second. <laughs>
2: Before you go, before you go, did you expect me to do that?
0: I expected you to try something like that.
2: Fucking hell, Matt. Someone clearly
0: has not read about demons in the the book. Matt fucked up. A little bit. but This thing kind of lurches almost round and kind of stares you, kind of looks... Dead in your eyes, like through to where you assume your soul would be. Its fingers kind of clench slightly. It's going. You, you have
3: seen death. You have caused
1: death. Yeah. But wait, was was I supposed to respond to that, sir? I'm not really sure how this works right now. This once again, I, was, I don't, I don't do this kind of thing. This is.
3: You are amusing for a mortal. It was Crowley, wasn't it?
1: Ah uh, well that's that's right impressive. I don't remember saying that at all, so yes, it it is crowley though. Do you wish to continue
3: the way you have? Or do you wish for something more?
1: Wish for something more, that's it. A- Interesting question there, uh mister, but uh you know, I'm like looking over at Blake like, is, is, are you going to do something? Are going to make a chat with a demon for the next 20 minutes here? What?
0: Blake. Yep. With your catching of, attempting to catch a demon, essentially. Yeah. We're going to break this into a several part okay so first things first i need a finesse roll to actually yeet this hook hey
2: i i have a finesse i have a dot infinite thankfully
0: you can push yourself and you can ask me for a devil's bargain at any point during I,
2: these oh, two rolls i generally do feel that i'm going to, need to push myself here
0: okay have an extra die take some stress
2: one Next pressure I think it's one in, if
0: you help someone, two if you do it yourself.
2: I'll add at the moment. I'm just, I've got hand, one hand on the book, one hand on me dice, so... Uh, that is a five and a three, so I'll take the five.
0: Okay, I'm gonna say... I'm gonna get you to do the attune roll as well, please.
2: Attune roll? Before
0: in. I explain what is happening.
2: Thank goodness for that! A six and
0: a one <laughs> so Oof. here's the thing mm. demons are not spirits mm. they have they have physical form they aren't just present in the spirit world by you attuning you essentially summoned it here because these things can teleport They can travel from their affinity and this thing's affinity is clearly something to do with death and nature so this park where people have come to die is an easy point for it to appear in which is why crowley can also see it which means you fling this hook and you like it latches into its side And it turns, and essentially lunges at you. I need you to try and dodge this in some way.
2: Okay, I would assume that that would be…
0: As long as you can argue it, I can agree with it.
2: I would assume it would probably, uh, finesse.
0: You want finesse? Go for it. If you want an extra die or if you want a Devil's Bargain.
2: I will... I would like the offer of a Devil's Bargain.
0: Okay. Hmm. You will succeed in this. And you will dodge. You'll dodge, but Crowley will take another level one heart.
2: Okay, I say this with with a love, you bitch. (laughs) Devil. I will not take the devil's bargain.
0: Roll for Nash then. That's a six! There we go. In an act of Remarkable athleticism from this professor. He like bow. he like, d- like, tucks and rolls out the way as this creep, as Agrax just barrels into a tree, slicing it in half with one swipe of his dripping claws. And you see the trunk itself kind of wither away into dust. And he kind of whirls around on the pair of you. And you tug on your hook trying to encourage it to come into the bottle. it kind of looks down at it. He kind of grabs it and just kind of chucks it to the side. On the hook. The hook. He kind of looks at the pair of you.
3: Blake Marshall. Crowley Strixhaven. We We'll meet again, and I will feast on your flesh.
0: And just with a puff, not even a puff of smoke, just kind of a quiet sigh on the breeze, it just disappears, and vanishes. As he
1: disappears, I'm gonna turn, and I'm just gonna look at Blake and go, That was your plan, Professor?
2: I was panicking. I, that thing was a demon. It wasn't a ghost. Oh fuck!
1: That <laughs> thing was something, and you sure as fuck pissed it off.
2: In any case, I run. I go to the bush to try and find the head.
0: Yeah, you find the head.
2: Can I converse with the um? With the spirit no, the it's or, is, not is there?
0: there anymore. essentially in ripping apart red's body egrats consumed the soul of him so there is no spirit form left of him every deep you know of demons that every demon has a desire like these are essentially immortal beings infused that have physical form insane strength and speed can teleport can can whisper in human ear in sorcery really and they can, they have clairvoyance, so they can watch you from afar. And they take on some of the physical features related to to their element. So if I'd given you a fire demon, it would have been like glowing coals. And the effect would have been similar to that. Hence why you got decay boy. Suffering. Yep, you get suffering boy, you're welcome but you know these things are not. They can make a very convincing human illusion if they want to.
1: Uh, I, I have a question there, uh, DM. In seeing the head and everything like that, that it was all ripped apart, did the head have both of its ears attached?
0: No, it only has one ear.
1: Yeah, would I would, probably would have clocked that, right?
0: You also would have clocked the... Well, after Blake's pointed out the sigil to you, like the rune on his arm, yes, it's very similar to the tattoo that Trent has on his cheek.
1: Blake, I have a funny feeling that we might have almost been led to our death here, and maybe we should have talked to Mr. Trent about that ear I found. I'm
2: too late for that now maybe we should um, take him the head as his price.
1: I don't think we need to take that head anywhere I, 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 I'd i really prefer not to, honestly it seems heavy and cumbersome, and, I mean I already got this hand here okay. this will be enough to prove that Red's dead we can either hold it over Trent's head or at least we can go tell Huxley we know that he's dead.
2: Look not going to be good for Red Fashes, though. Why is it? Well, I mean, know. We Depending might... on
0: how it goes, you could argue it would be Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> no, you made this whole thing just for that joke.
2: There's <laughs> <laughs> the point, there's the moment where katen would dab if they did.
1: Uh, but, yeah. Uh, I guess with that, I'll just take the hand and I don't know. We figured out where Red was and it's really We've what we had to
2: do. We found more depth of him.
0: That is technically the entire heist. Huh? You did what Huxley asked you to do. You have proof that Red is dead, that he Blake, from the documentation he looked at, doesn't look like he betrayed you. It and... looks like
2: he, yeah, looks like he... Well, either he came here and either was murdered, or he came here and he committed suicide.
1: Oh, I'm and pretty sure Trent killed him. That's that's for damn sure. Uh, and we're probably going to have to handle that pretty quickly. But that's that's a problem for future us. <laughs> I don't I don't think you get to do a second highest of uh, an assassination attempt on a red sash immediately.
2: No, but at the same time, that's I mean, on my t- list. Can we tell how long ago the ear was taken, or not really?
0: The ear looks like the wound on the ear looks like about a day.
2: Okay, but that would be other which w- kind of
0: lines up with when you know he was last in the house. So, if you had to put it in the sense of being a whisper. For something that feeds off suffering and flesh and souls, you'd have to give it an initial sacrifice to get its attention. Uh Aha. And therein lies the crux of it. But I'd argue that's the end of the house. You found red, you broke into a house, you pretended to be a prize crew, you collected up like 15 parts of a body they've been torn limb from limb and you pissed off a demon
1: whose name was again
0: (laughs) Argos Argos
2: Argos A-R-G-A-Z I'm so calling it it Argos
0: you do that and he will kill you probably but
2: yeah it is
0: You wow! I did not expect you to f- infuriate a demon, but here we are. <laughs> he would have left you alone if you would just had a conversation, but you had to throw a spirit hook at him. Let's try and lock him in a bottle.
1: Didn't think the professor's plan would be of
0: character. I have, did I have any chance of that? Of getting him in a bottle? No. Okay. To banish a demon, you need more than just that. You need.
2: I wasn't trying to banish it. I was trying to keep it. A weapon
0: weaponize the demons yeah no you can't really weaponize demons you'd have to get it under your thrall and that's a multi-step heist tier process
2: okay that's fair
0: that's, that's a you'll need a lure trap uh like beguiling influence etc okay I know I'm that's two. an entire arc honestly
2: i know i'm doing season two
0: then <laughs> dear god no <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of Dyson suffering If you enjoyed it, check out everyone involved in the description and find the rest of the episodes on all podcasting platforms or at themindgame.org. And may your dice rolls go well, though we all know they won't.